Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Ksubus daf Pei. Hey, we left off on daf Pei Dalal and We are at Yemar Bar Chashu. Four lines from the end of the page. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. Alan Zechar Nishmas, his mother, Golda Basimcha. It's also sponsored Lizchus a Gemar Chasimatova to all of Klal Yisrael. We thank both sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So first we're going to continue in the series of stories. We did the first three stories yesterday, but the series of stories that relate to Tfisa, of being Tofes item after a person's death or before a person dies, and whether it works or does not work, then we're going to, after that, that's going to take us through uh, the entirety of Ahmed Aleph, all the stories about Tfisa. Then on Ahmed Beis, the Gemara is going to tell more stories, but about taking a Pikadon away from Yisomim, that if Yisomim had a Pikadon, and they don't know, did this actually belong to our father? Did it belong to somebody else? So uh, when can you and can you not take the Pikadon away from the Yisomim? We're going to have three stories about that. Then the Gemara is going to tell a few stories and guidelines about if someone leaves Nechassim and says, these Nechassim belong to Tuvia, and then he dies, but he never tells us Tuvia's last name, Tuvia's father's name, and there are lots of Tuvias around, so who, uh, which Tuvia do we give it to, and how do we judge if two Tuvias come, and we don't, uh, we don't know which one he actually meant, and then the Gemara is going to talk about if someone uh, sells their star, we probably won't get to it, but at the very end we'll talk about if someone sells their star, and is then Mochel V'chov, meaning a woman sells her Ksuba, and then says to her husband, by the way, I'm Mochel the Ksuba, so now does that work, that the uh, the guy who bought the ksuba is left with the ksuba that doesn't have any uh, any value to it that he can't get uh, paid from. So that's going to be, be at the very end of the daf. So let's begin. We are up to story number four. Yemar Barchashu. So says Gemara, Yemar Barchashu of Masbu Zuzi Gavra. Yemar Barchashu was owed money by a certain person. Shachiv. And then that person died. Vishavik Arba. He didn't leave money, but he left a boat. So Yemar Barchashu told the Shliach, Zil Tafsaneli, go grab that boat for me because that's going to be my payment. So Azultov, so the Shliach went and he grabbed the boat and Pagubei, Rav Papa, Rav Papa, while he was grabbing the boat, he ran into Rav Papa and Rav Papa, so Amrulei, they said to him, you're not allowed to grab this boat for Yem Rachashu, you're being Tofes on behalf of Balchov, you're a Shliach to go and take a chov back for a balchov in a place where the guy owed money to other people also. So it's chav lachem. It's one thing if you were the balchov himself coming to collect. That's one thing. So then you'd be allowed to be tofes. But you're a shaliach of a balchov. You're not allowed to be tofes on behalf of a balchov when he owes money to other people. Rabbi Yochan taught us that if you go and you try to be tofes on behalf of a balchov when the person who owes the money owes money to other people as well, well, he's in debt to several people, then you're not Kona. So Tafsua Inu, so uh, the Shliach of Yim Barchashu walks away, and now they go and grab it, because they are the Acherim that were owed money. They were owed money by this person as well. So they went and tried to be Kona the boat. So Rapapa Mimlach Meluche, Rapapa steered the boat by, uh, or drove the boat, whatever you call, uh, <laughs> made the boat move on the water by uh, by using the oars to uh, to, to make the boat move. Ravun B'Rivshua pulled it by the ropes that were attached to the front of the boat. So one, one of them said, I was Kona the entire boat because I, I, I used it in the normal way by using the oars. The other one said, no, I got the whole boat because I pulled it by the 
by the ropes. And that's a proper Kenyan on the boat. It's a better Kenyan than your Kenyan. So Pagabu Rapilchas Parami, they uh, ran into Rapilchas Parami. Amr Lahu, Rapilchas Parami says, whatever Tfisi you did is worthless. Rav Shmuel Darmi Tavayu, because both Rav and Shmuel say that even according to Rabbi Tarfon, that you're allowed to be Tofe Slachar Misa, that's only if the if the item is not yet in the Rishus of the Yisomim. That's only if the item is in the place like a Rishus HaRabim, where you can't do a Kenyan Meshicha. So Papa and Ravuna said, said, yeah, yeah, we didn't take the boat at the edge of the river, which would have a din of a simta. We were Tofis the boat in a, in a public area of the river, which has a din of a Rishus HaRabim. And therefore, our Tfisa does help. Meaning, you're telling me that according to Rabbi Tarfon, we are able to be Kona as long as we did the Kenyan in the Rishus Rabbim. We did the Kenyan in, in the equivalent of a Rishus Rabbim. So maybe our Kenyan works. It's just a question of which one of our Kenyan work, and that's what we're arguing about. So also, I made the Rava. The Rav Papa and Rafuna came to Rava to ask the Shaila Amaluhu Kaki Chivri. Rava says to them, "You white geese, Mishalchi Glimi Dinchi. You're stealing people's clothing. I mean, you're taking objects that don't belong." to you. Rav Nachman says that no, you're not allowed to be Tofes Lachar Misa ever. We don't pass on Rabbi Tarfon. We pass on Rabbi Akiva that you need to be Tofes Mechaim. So even though Rav Pinchas Bar Ami had told them that within Rabbi Tarfon they may not have been Kona, but they said no, from that perspective we're okay. Within Shittas Rabbi Tarfon we were Tofes and Rosh Hashanah. Rav said, I don't care what Shittas Rabbi Tarfon is. We pass on Rabbi Akiva. You have, to, you have to be good according to Rabbi Akiva and that you didn't do. You were not Tofes you're only Tofes Lachar Misa. So another uh, story relating to being Tofes from a Balchov. There were people uh, from the place of Chazai that owed money to Avimi, the son of Rabbi Avahu, and uh, they had a shtar uh, that were owed money by Avimi, the, the, so Shadrinu. So uh, Avimi sent the money beyond Chama Baravahu. He said, Avimi, who owed the money, sent the money with a shliach whose name was Chama Baravahu. So Azul Chama went Parinu and he paid back the Chov that Avimi owed. So Amrulahu, he said then to the people that he paid the money to, Havali Shtara, okay, I gave you back the money, give me the Shtar Chov, the Shtar Chov that says that he owes you the money. Amrulay, they said to him, Sitrayinu, no, no, he owed us other money also that we don't have a Shtar for, and we took this as payment for the other Chov that he owes us. Now we still have the Shtar for, the, uh, for more money that he owes us. So Azul Kamed Rabbi Avod, they came to Rabbi Avo, Avimi came to Rabbi Avo, uh, his father, to ask him what the din is. So Rabbi Avo said to Avimi, Do you have any witnesses that you paid back your chov? Amalei, lo. He said, no, I don't have any witnesses. I just sent a shliach. So Amalei, so Rabbi Yavol said, since they could just say that we never got the money back, they could deny the whole thing. So they're also then meant to say that we did get paid back, but we got paid back for a different chov, and that we still have this chov, and you still owe, the, owe us the money that's in the shtar. So okay, so now he can't uh, he, he can't get the shtaros back. He's still going to owe the money. But the shliach 
really cost him over here. So uh, does he have to pay, uh, the, the, does the shliach have to pay the mishaleach for being poshea with his money? Because uh, he took his money, he gave it back to them, and he never demanded the shtar back so, till, 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 uh, till afterwards. And uh, he was willing to part with the money before he had the shtar in hand. So Ravashi Chazina, we have to look at what lashon the mishaleach used when he sent the shliach. If he said, take the star and then give the money, so Mishalim, then the Shliach owes the money because he didn't do what he was told to do. But if he said, have Zuzi Shkol Shtara, but if the way he uh, he instructed the Shliach was give the money and then take the star, then no Mishalim, then he doesn't have to pay it back. Velohi, but the Gemara rejects Ravashi. There's no such Shchilik. Benkach, Benkach, Mishalim. Either way, the Shliach has to pay him back. Darmalek, because the Mishalach can say, the Tukunishidartich, Velo Lavusi. What, you think I sent you to, to mess me up to cost me more money? I sent you to try to get this chov off of my head. So uh, you you did a big avlo for me. You, you should have been uh, you should have thought about what's going to what's going to work and what's not going to work. And obviously you shouldn't be paying the money until you have the star in hand. So now story number six. There was a woman that had a uh, a bag full of shtari chov uh, that uh, that were kept by her as a uh, pikadon, and then the mafkid died. So the uh, the Yorshim of that mafkid came to the woman and they said we'd like the bag of shtaros that our father that our father left with you. Samlu, she said, to Luhu. No, no, he owed me money and I was tofes this bag as uh, as payment for my chov and I'm not going to give you back these shtaros unless you pay the chov. So he owed me uh, whatever amount of money. When you pay me that amount of money, I'll give you back these shtaros. So the the woman came to a dintor in front of Nachman. Amalara Nachman said to the woman, do you have Adim that uh, that 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 he was Toveya this uh, bag of shtaros from you while the mafkid uh, was alive uh, and and uh, and you refused to give it with the taina that you were being tofes for your chov? I mean, do, you, do you have any Adim that the guy who's mafkid the shtaros asked for the shtaros back and you said to him, I'm not giving it back because you owe me money and when you give me the money I'll pay it back? Samalei, she said, no, no, I don't have any Adim that that happened while he was alive. Same case. So then it's not called that you were tofes while he was still alive because calls man that he was alive and the shtaros were picadun by you. You, they're considered to be as if they're still in the rishus of the mafkid. And therefore, it's only now that you're really being tofes with this claim that he owes you other money. And tfisa doesn't count as a tfisa, and therefore, uh, because these are these shtaros are metaltun, they're not meshubatu abalchov. And now a seventh story. There was a woman who was chayv uh, She was uh, there was someone that was asking claim that she owed money, she was kofar uh, akol. She denied the whole thing, and therefore Rav was making her take a shvua about it. So Amr le Basrav Chista. So Basrav Chista said to Rava, Basrav Chista was Rava's wife. So Rava's wife said to him, This woman, you're going to make her take a shvua, she'll lie through her teeth. I know her. I know that she's chashud on the shvua. So Avcha Rava the shvua ashakenegda. So Rava flipped the chiv shvua on the other baldin because that, that person could be trusted. Just like any time someone is chashur al shvuah, the Mishnah Masech Shvuah tells us shekenegdo nishpa v'notel. Then instead of being nishpa v'niftar, the other person is going to be nishpa v'notel is going to take a shvuah in order to get paid back. So Zimna Naviyasvi Kamei. Another time uh, they, they were sitting in front of Rava, Rav Papa, Rav Adbar Masa, Rav Papa and Rav Adbar Masa. Two great Tamidei Chachamim were sitting in front of Rava. I say Ushtar Gabei, and they brought a certain Shtar Chov. Amalei Rav Papa, Rav Papa said to Ravi, 
I know the star, it's a star perua, you cannot collect with the star. So is there a second witness to this effect that you know that it's a star perua? Papa said, Lo, I don't have another witness, I just know. So even though you're being made on it, you're only an Eid Echad, an Eid Echad cannot be Kaveya Adin. And therefore, the Malva is going to swear that this star is not perua, like every time you have an Eid Echad Machisho, and he'll be able to collect his chov. So an Eid Echad can be Mechayi but it's not going to uh, make us rip up a star on the basis that an Eid Echad says that it's a star perua. So I'm like, Ravad Bar Masna, Lo Yer of Papa Kavas of Chista, Lo Yer of Papa Kavas of Chista, Ravad Bar Masna says, Rav Arasen, your wife tells you something that the woman is Chashor al Shvur, and you're willing to be Hofech the Shvur on the other person. You just trust her blindly that the person is Chashor al Shvur. And Rav Papa is uh, is not as, as great as, as as your wife. Rav Papa, one of the Gedoli Amoraim, you're, uh, you're going to say he's only in Eid Echad, you're not going to believe that I'm a star perua. So Bas Rav Chista, Kimli Begava, Mar, Lo Kimli Begave. Rav says, yeah, I know my wife really well. She would never lie. Uh, Rav Papa, I don't know him as well. I, I know that he's big Tam Chacham, but I don't know that he would never tell a lie. So I'm Rav Papa, Hashada Amr Mar, Kimli Begave Milsihi. Now that Rav has said that his basis uh, of, of his psak was that you could trust someone that is Kimli Begava, that they're not going to lie, Kagon Abamari Bari, someone like my son, Abamari, the Kimli Begave, where I know that he would never lie, Karan Shtara Pume. If he would tell me that a star is Perua, I would tear a star up based on his say so alone. Karan really? Is an Eidechad, you could be, the Namanus of Neidechad so great that someone, you could take a star chov that's already signed with Edim and uh, from the person who's Machzik in the star, in order to be Motsi Momon, you need Shnei Edim. Sa'ela Marana Shtara Pume. No, what he means to say, I won't be Gova with the star, but I'm not going to tear the star up either. We'll wait till further evidence comes through, but I will not allow that star to be uh, to be used to collect because I trust, I fully trust my son that he would never that he would never tell a lie. There is a passage in the Sefer Chavetz Chaim in Klal Dalid where he says, if someone knows Bechaveru Dvarerva, you know something negative about somebody else, you're allowed to uh, tell your Rebbe who trusts you Kebetre, and therefore the Rebbe could be Misrachik uh, him from from the Chavra to protect the other students, the other uh, Talmidim from the bad influence. Um, uh, and, and, and until you know that the guy that the guy did tshuva, meaning even though normally if one person is telling you something, it's tam lashonara, he has no nemanus. But if you know that he's telling the truth, then you're allowed to. The rebbe is allowed to rely on it. The guy's allowed to say it. It's not a violation of lashonara. So Moshe has a tshuva in Arachaim Chelak Aleph Simonon Gimel, where he says Chavetz Chaim is not talking about a person who uh, you know that the rebbe trusts because he's a very religious person, because he's a big tamal chacham and he learns a lot. He's a masmid or whatever. That's not good enough. Then he wouldn't have nemanus of what the Chavetz Chaim is talking about is a person that the Rebbe has a very long-standing relationship with, and he's had many opportunities to lie, and the Rebbe has seen he had many opportunities to lie, and he never did, and he's always honest, and he just knows through many, many interactions over many, many years that this guy would never tell a lie, and that's different than just saying, I trust the guy, he's a Tamil Chacham, so I, so I trust him. And Ramosha says, and the Raya, that that's what m- must be what the Chavetz Chaim is talking about, is our Gemara. Because here you have Rav Papa, Rav Papa's a big Tamil Chacham, there's no reason to assume he lies, but he only has a din of an Eid Echad. He does, he's 
not believed more than an Eid Echad. Whereas Bas Rav Chista is Rava's wife. Rava's wife. He had so many interactions with her over the years. One thing he knows about his wife is that she's absolutely 100% scrupulously honest. And that, she can have an Amalus more than an Eid Echad. So that must be shot in the Chavetz Chaim, says, says Ramosha. Okay, now the final story about Tfisa. He had said the Chai B'Shua Beidin of the Rabbi Barabai. There was a woman who was Chai B'Shua by the Beidin of Rabbi Barabai. Amalu Baldin. So uh, the Baldin of the woman said, let the woman come and swear in her city after the because maybe in her own city where there are other people around who know her, she'll be more embarrassed and she'll be moda. So the woman said to the Dayan, write me a star that I came to, to the Din Torah and I became and I was part of the Shuadh So that as soon as I swear, then you're gonna give me the star. So let's write this star for her, meaning in advance of her swearing, she wants it all written up, ready to go. That she had uh, a star that says that she swore. What? Because you come from the family of Eli, where they're unhealthy and they die long, young. You say you say words that should die young. You say things that are not uh, not glot, that are not correct. Didn't Rava say that when you have a star kiyum, when Bezin writes on the star chov that they uh, that there were three dayanim, you know the bimosh of Tlasa and a star came and were made in front of us so that they signed on the star. Whenever you write a base the Maisa Bezin, that's uh, that's uh, that's Mikhaim Ishtar, the Sadi that 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 uh, that that was written before the Adim uh, testified about their signatures, Psula, that star is gonna be puzzle. Alma Mikhsikashikra. So why is a puzzle? Because they wrote it up before it ever happened. So it's Mikhsikashikra, it looks like a lie. So and this star also that we're gonna say this woman already took a shvua, Mikhsikashrika says uh, it looks like a lie, says Maravalesa. But that uh, that's not true. This din that you don't write uh, a psak din for the woman uh, because Mechsi Kashikra is not correct. Meet Rav Nachman based on Rav Nachman's teaching. Rav Nachman, Mayor, I feel so ba'ashba that even if a husband finds a get in a in the garbage can and his uh, name is is the same name as in the get and his wife's name is the same name as the woman's name in the get, the chasmo and he signs it v'nasnol and he gives it to her kosher. It's going to be kosher. We don't say that since it was written Shalol Hashem Gerishin it's Mechsi Keshikra and it's Pasel V'afil Rabbanu L'Pliga Le'ed Rameir El Bikitin Nashim Debin Ksiv L'Shema and even the Rabbanu who disagree with Rameir only disagree with Rameir about a get because by a get there's a din V'kas Avla we darshan that law L'Shema Aval B'Shar Shtaros Papayah the Shtaros by Shtari Halva Motelay the Rabbanu would be Motet Rameir that the Shtar would be kosher so we see that you don't Pasel the Shtar just because when it was written it was not yet true you're allowed to prepare a Shtar in advance. This is the whole discussion of whether you should fill in on the Ksuba Vikanina before uh, before the wedding, before they do the actual Kinyan, the Chasna always does, does a Kabbalah's Kinyan on all the Chiyuvim in the, uh, the Ksuba. So can you write the word Vikanina in the Ksuba before the Chasna does the actual Kinyan? So some uh, are Makvid that they only write it afterwards because Mexica Shekra, how could you write the word Vikanina if the Kinyan didn't happen? Others point out, no, this Gemara says that we're not worried about that, that there's no uh, Mexica Shekra. You didn't sign it yet, you signed it after the Kinyan actually happens. So uh, that's the Halacha. So you don't really need to be, I've been too many times uh, seen Ksubas where they just never filled in Vikanina because uh, the Masada Kedushin forgot. So he, he thought he would fill it in later, but he got flustered at the, or busy or distracted at that time and then they ended up not filling in Vikanina. So my Rebbeim always say to fill it in uh, in advance and uh, not be machmer for such things. Anyway, if you have a star chov that says that there was a loan 
and it was and afterwards the chov was paid back. You're not allowed to use that star a second time. Because at the time that you uh, that you paid it back, the shibud in the star was already nimchal, so you can't be mashabid the nechasim through that same star that, uh, that 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 when there was no uh, through that same star a second time with the second halva. So the second halva would have a din of a malva peh, not a malva b'shtar. So time with the nimchal shibudo. The only reason you can't reuse it is because the shibud is nimchal. But apparently we're not concerned about mechzikeshikra. Okay, so now we move from the stories about tfisa to stories about taking a pikadon away from from yisomin. So there was a guy that was mafkid that gave us a pikadon seven pearls, seven gems, the tsari besadina that were wrapped in a cloth. By Rav Miyasha, ben Levi. By Rav Miyasha, the grandson of Rav Shob ben Levi. Shach of Rav Miyasha v'lopakid, and Rav Miyasha died, and he never told anybody who these pearls belonged to. So they didn't know that. if it belonged to their father or not. So also the Kamei de Rabbi Ami. So they came, the Mafkid came to Rabbi Ami to be Toveya, his uh, pearls from the Yisomim, and he even gave a simon how many there were, and he gave whatever simonim he gave. So Rabbi Ami said to the Yisomim, you got to give it back for two reasons. I know that, that Rabbi Yasha was not a rich man. Where would he have had pearls from? He shouldn't have had these gems. He was a poor man. Plus, the guy is giving a simon. So you got to trust the simon. But that's only good enough if the person who's claiming it was not always in Rav Miyasha's house. But if he was always in and out of the house, it must be someone else must have given it as Mikadon and he saw it because he was always around the house. So that's why he was able to give Simonim. So the fact that he knows that he was able to give a simon is not uh, dispositive that he's the one that's owed the money. A second story, who had a silver coast in the hand hands of Chasa, Shav Chasa Vlopakid Chasa died and he didn't tell his children who it belonged to. So also the Kameh of Nachman, the Mafkid came to Rav Nachman to be Tovea, the coast from the Yisomim and he gave a simon as well. So Rav Nachman says, I know about Chasa that he's not a rich man. Plus, he's giving a simon. So therefore you have to, uh, therefore, uh, you have to uh, give it back to him. But we only believe him if he wasn't someone, if the Toveya wasn't someone that was always hanging around Chasa's house, if he was someone that was always hanging around Chasa's house, it could be that someone else was mafkid and he just happened to see it. A third story, how dafkid matachsa safra. Someone was mafkid a very expensive uh, linen garment by uh, by, by Ravdimi, the uh, brother of Rav Safra. Shach Ravdimi Ravdimi died and he never told his children who it belongs to, who this family. Fancy beggar belongs to. So I still commended Rabbi Abba. The mafkid came to Rabbi Abba and he was Tovea, the beggar from the Yisomim, and he gave Simonim. So Rabbi Abba said to the Yisomim, You got to return it. First of all, because I know that Rav Dimi was not a rich man, where would he have ever gotten such a nice beggar? Plus, the guy's giving you Simon. But again, that only works if we know that the Tovea was not someone who was always hanging around the house. But if he was someone who was always in that house, House, so the simanim are not a raya. It could be that someone else was mafkid, and he happened to have seen that. He happened to uh, to, uh, to have seen that uh, that someone else was uh, was, was mafkid. This is uh, the the the, uh, the 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 Balamar has a sefer atzava. In the sefer atzava, he has yudgim midos shatora shebalpen nidreshes ben. He has like a gimmick. 
right? That uh, we just like we say every morning, Rabbi Shmuel Lomer, that there are thirteen midos Torah shebichsav is in the drashas pen. So he has uh, rules of darshaning Torah shebalpeh. So one of his rules, rule yud beis, midu yud beis, is chadva od lo tzrichim adadi who mina grova gemara. That a lot of times in the gemara, the gemara will say chadva od. It will give one reason, then plus another reason. And sometimes there are tzrichim adadi, and one of them is in ksubas. I mean, what does it mean tzrichim adadi? Sometimes when it gives two reasons, one reason alone wouldn't be enough, and that's why it gives two reasons. It says you have to do this because of reason A plus someone else. And he says uh, one of the, the examples, the Aragomar Ksubis of Shav Marganisa, Beira Misha, and the Kasa de Kaspa Bechasa, and the Matchasra by Ravdimi, Achud Rav Safra, where the, he said, first of all, the guy isn't rich. And furthermore, the other person gave a simon. A simon. So uh, we, 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 the, we need both Rayas, and it's clear in the Gemara you need both Rayas because we said that uh, the fact that he wasn't rich wasn't good enough because in each case we said that oh if he was always around the house so then the simon becomes worthless the simon may be worthless but the guy still wasn't still wasn't rich so it didn't belong to him yeah so you see that uh, that you, you need both reasons to work with each other so sometimes when you have multiple reasons given for a psak each reason alone will not work independently the chacham Svi writes in the tshuva that it's a davar yadua that when you read a tshuva from a posek and the posek says there are seven reasons to be making over here so if you have a different circumstance where you only have two of those reasons or one of those reasons, you can't say, oh no, there's precedent, because the previous post said seven reasons. So you see that the, that each reason is good enough. No, a lot of times you have what's called in halacha a sniff lahakel. Sniff lahakel means that there's an argument, that there's another, uh, an additional argument to strengthen. Not every time you have something else that strengthens an argument, is it the basis of an argument? Is it enough to be the basis? So that's one of the midos of the Balamar, one of the midos that the Torah Shabal Peh is Nidresh's Pehen. So this says Gemara another uh, story, or now the Gemara is going to discuss what happens if you have uh, someone named, if, 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 if uh, the person dies and he says these nechassim belong to Tovia, and, he, and there are many people named Tovia, so who do you give it to? He says, my nechassim go to Tovia. The way we pronounce it nowadays is Tovia, but uh, the, in the times of the Gemara, I think it was Tovia. So, uh, so, the, uh, so so they, uh, the person died and Tovia came this uh, and a guy by that name came and said that uh, that uh uh, that, 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 that this fellow said that he was going to give him his nechassim. So Rabbi Yochanan, Harei Batovia. Rabbi Yochanan says, okay, so a guy named Tovia came, so he has every right to take it. I bet there are a thousand people in town that have that name. You look in the phone book or whatever online, you'll, feel, you'll see that all these people have that name. Yeah, you, got, you give it to the guy who came first, and you don't have to be choshesh that maybe he meant someone else, because it's mitzvah that the first person to come knew that, uh, that, that this person had died, and uh, the person who died was uh, was. was had meant the, him, and that's why he came so quickly uh, because uh, he knew about this conversation. How did he know about this conversation? Because he was really part of the conversation. So the Gemara brings a number of stories where the halacha is pashut, and then other cases where the halacha is not uh, pashut. So Amar Tovia and Asa Rav Tovia. Let's say he said these nechasim belong to Tovia, but then a guy uh, who is a rabbi, Rav Tovia, came. So the halacha is Latovia Amar Rav Tovia Lo Amar. No, he said these nechasim go to Tovia. He would have said Rav Tovia if it was Rav Tovia. But if it's a person that he's very close with, he's an old friend, they went to elementary school together and he calls him by your first name. So then of course he would refer to him as Tovia, he would refer to him by his first name. 
two people came that had the name Toviyah, one of them was a neighbor of the deceased, and the other one happens to be a Tamachacham, we have the right to assume that he wanted to give it to the Tamachacham, if one of them was a relative, and the other one is a Tamachacham, we assume that he'd rather give it to the Tamachacham, rather than give it to the relative. So What if one person was a neighbor, and the other person was a relative? So then, who do we assume he wanted to uh, to give it to. So Tashma Tov Shachin Karov Me'achrachok. The Pasuk Mishlei says that it's more mistaver, that, that it's better to have a Shachin Karov than an Achrachok. So therefore it's more mistaver that the uh, deceased person uh, favored his neighbor over his relative because that's what the Pasuk says, that's, uh, that, uh, that, that, that he has a closer relationship. Shneim Krovim, Shneim Shechenim. What if he has, they're both relatives or they're both neighbors of the Mesa. Ushneim Chachamim and the or if they're both Tamidi Chachamim and there's no advantage that one has over the other, his relationship with both parties is the same. So who do you assume he meant to give it to? So says Mar, Shuda Dedaini. In that case, we have to do a Shuda Dedaini. The Dayanim have to figure out who, you know, if there's any other factors, if there's anything that would indicate who he would, uh, who he would have intended to give it to. You have to look at his relationships and try to figure out who, who he had a better, uh, better relationship uh, with. So I'm going to the Rav he said, let me tell you a great thing that your father said. That which uh, the Shmuel says, that if a person sells a shtar chov to somebody else, and he's then mochel that shtar chov, that the mechila is valid, um, because uh, the uh, not only can the malva be mochel, the chov to the lova after he sells the shtar, even if the malva dies, the yoresh of the malva could be mochel, that if a woman, um, it, before she gets married, lends money and gets a star for that loan, and when she gets married, she brings that star chov as nichse melug or nudunya into the marriage, and then she goes and she's molcha she'enu that in such a case, she does not have the capacity for mechilam, because the yad of the Baal is like the yad of the Isha, so he's also from the moment she got married, he also became the bailam on that chov. And if he's not maskim to the mechila, then the mechila does not uh, does not work. Okay, we'll stop there. Tomorrow we'll pick up at the two dots, two lines from the bottom of the page. Great day, everybody.